welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Deborah. I'm here with Tracy. And today we want to talk about what happens if you love shove your client too hard and they get pissed off. It happens. It does happen. It happens. It happens. It's part of our job. So let's start off with what's the definition of a love shove? It's one of my favorite words. Yes, this is a Deborahism for (laughs) anybody that's keeping track of Deborah's amazing isms. This is one of them. And in fact, I'm going to just share that I have a coffee cup that I love dearly that Deborah personalized and sent to me. And it says liquid love shove. So, so I, I look at it every time I look at it or hear the words love shove, Deb, you, you so fondly come to my presence. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, let's talk about what I mean by a love shove when I say that. And what I mean is when we are pushing a client outside of their comfort zone, when we're asking them to examine unproductive behaviors We're asking them to consider alternative perspectives Mm -hmm. that aren't their normal perspective, or when we're asking them to take action steps that feel difficult or scary. That's what I mean by a love shove, right? It also comes under the umbrella of reality testing, managing expectations, all those things that are really uncomfortable for our clients. Yeah. And when we do that, sometimes, well, they don't like it. Yeah, they get angry. Clients can get angry. And, you know, listen, I think the reality of this is, is that self-reflection can be a total bitch, right? So pardon the language, anyone, if there's children, I should have given a, a warning on uh, exemplatives, but the, it's hard. Self-reflection, self-discovery, self-awareness is hard. It is difficult. And, And our role as coaches, right, clients are coming to us to elicit change. They're looking for something to be different. So in our active listening and curious questioning process and allowing the client to self-discover, we do sometimes hit that nerve, Right. And and it's not intended to hit a nerve, but sometimes we don't know we're hitting a nerve in that question, right? Where we're we're asking them to kind of go a little deeper. We were we were just talking about the dentist. So for anybody who may not know about this about me, but I have dental phobia. So I am a real bad ASS, but when it comes to the dentist. I do not like it, right? So I can go in feeling absolutely okay. And then they start probing around. And next thing you know, I have this unbelievable heightened sense of pain, right? They hit something and they didn't know they were going to hit it. 
right? They're just doing their job. They're probing around and cleaning and scraping whatever nonsense they do in dental hygienist <laughs> works, right? But the pain is excruciating, right? And yeah. it hurt. It genuinely hurts, right? right. So, so part of sometimes that work that we do as being really effective in our work is we might hit a nerve, right? We, we might have triggered nerve. something. Yeah. And and that's more common than not, right? Yeah, it, it really it, is. I, I think you can also liken it to picking a scab, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've reopened something. We've asked them to look at something they really have been trying not to look at. Yeah, avoiding. Avoiding. Not putting ignoring, any. Yeah. Right. Don't want to take ownership of. Uh, and that it really is our role to do that, to force them out of their comfort zone. And that's, you know, we have to remember that's what they hired us for, right? They hired us because what they've been doing isn't working. They're not achieving their goals. They're not getting the results they want. Things aren't going the way they hoped. They're feeling out of control. They're feeling overwhelmed. Whatever it is, they reached out to us. They paid us money to get help. So, you know, the number one thing when that happens is we need to remember that they ask for it. For, for right, they came yes, to us. Please, saying, may I have another? No. Right, they they ask us to help them do something different. Yeah, yeah, right. And and, it, and it's safe to stay on that top layer, right? It is. We it all is. have our own protective defense mechanisms. Whether again, that's avoiding right or ignoring. Those are often coping strategies. People develop so Mm -hmm. that they can get through whatever they need to get through at that time. But what we do know is it really doesn't address the issue. And as we're sort of exposing some of this and putting Mm -hmm. and asking our clients with permission, mind you, right, we don't do this process without permission, right? We are kind of putting a spotlight on some stuff that is deep. And with a whole lot of emotional connections, right? And it, and it could be the, the self-reflective process that's hard. It could be that we're hitting an exposed nerve that we didn't know was a nerve. It also can be truly a projection of some stuff that's been bottled up onto you, the coach, who's a safe person to be able to project onto. Yeah. Right. So there could be a whole bunch of stuff of why clients get angry. Mm-hmm. But I think what's more important, right? I think that's something we should just accept. This is part of our process. This is part of what we do. This is our job. This is, as you just shared, Deb, what somebody has hired us to do. Mm-hmm. The question that we're talking about, the 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 thing we're posing to all of you awesome divorce coach listeners is what do you do then? What do right? You do? Because how you show up, how you handle this, how you process this, the action steps you take is really can be the difference between continuing to build and support this relationship between you and the client or losing them. Right. Right. 
So two things typically happen. Three, three things. One, they either just click off Zoom or hang up the phone. Yeah, that disconnect that happens. I've I've had a couple disconnects. Disconnect. <laughs> Two, they just shut down. You'll mm-hmm. see it in their face. You'll just see the shutdown. You feel the disconnection. Maybe they didn't hang up on you, but you feel the disconnection. Or the third is you absolutely get the angry response. How dare you? Yeah. Right. So the pushback, right? So let's talk about those three scenarios and how as divorce coaches who want to reconnect, repair that. Yeah. And build upon it. Right. How we might do that. So let's talk about the disconnection where the client's still with you, but you feel the shutdown. Yeah. What might we do in that situation? I might simply ask something like, it seems like I've hit a nerve or I've I've said something here that's that's hit you wrong. Can you tell me what's going on? Yeah, tell me more. Right. right. And and I think the the first step in that, Deb, is the acknowledgement of it. Right. You just sidestep it because you're scared of it or you're worried about it, that you might have done something wrong. If you sidestep it, you're doing more harm than good. You got to lean right in and say, I noticed it. I noticed it. I'm so connected to you that I just noticed that. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of this again, comes back to you, the coach, your confidence in your process, right? Being able to assess and know your intention. But often what happens is fear, fear. I've heard. Did I do something wrong? Imposter syndrome. Did I do it wrong? What did I do? Oh my God, I didn't want to make them upset, right? Right. Sort of that over apologizing Mm -hmm. or feeling responsible as if you are now carrying the weight of this client. And I think that ability to, to thank them, to share with them that, you know, the acknowledgement that you notice that Mm -hmm. this didn't fit right with them or, or they might be upset or, or what's happening. Can you tell me more? Right. That leaning in. Leaning in in if they disconnect. If they're visibly angry or verbally pushing back at you, then I think you absolutely thank them. I really appreciate you telling me that that pissed you off. Yeah. Because more. Because the opposite of that fear, that opposite of feeling responsible or worried is to then become defensive, Mm -hmm. right? Which we don't want to do either, right? If you become defensive as towards your actions with the client, you're dismissing where they are. This is an opportunity for growth, right? Right. You did your job. If something came up and that client is projecting or they're angry, they hit a a wound, a nerve, or they're having some difficulty in self-reflection. Okay. You did great. (laughs) Pat yourself on the back and then lean into the uncomfortableness that your client is feeling. Yeah. And and then hold their hand through it. 
Yes. Right. You did the right thing. Don't apologize for poking at that. Yeah. But or hold their that. hand and walk them through it then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for telling me that you're angry at me. I appreciate that. Talk yeah. to me some more about what's going on. Right. Yeah. And then it might be that again, I don't want to be in an apologetic stance, but it's possible that simply the way I said it or a word that I used was triggering for them. So it might be, look, let's talk about how part of my job is, is to point out to you when I hear things that aren't serving you, or I see patterns of behavior. But it, it seems that the way I pointed that out to you wasn't received well. So is there a way that next time that comes up, you would like to hear it from me where it would be helpful? How would you like me to point that out to you? Right. And and again, that's another opportunity for empowering your client, exactly. right? You're validating, you're showing empathy, cognitive empathy for your client's experience. You're validating that that was something that made them upset or hurt them, or right? Hurt and them. then opening the opportunity for them to build upon their communication of sharing how they felt. And then actually like this next step, of allowing the client the opportunity to share with you how they might better have been able to receive that. All of those things are amazing coaching skills and tools. Ask for what you need. Many of our clients are not used to asking for what they need. So again, I'm not going to apologize for doing my job, which is sifting and poking and prodding and holding a mirror up and reality testing and love shoving. That is my job. Yeah. I will, however, hold their hand through it and clarify if there is a way I can do that, that they can hear it better. Yeah. Supporting them in yeah. finding their voice, supporting them in acknowledging that feeling, supporting yes. them in deciding how it can look and feel for them. For them. Right. Powerful. And isn't that, isn't that, you know, you and I as conflict management junkies, isn't that how we handle conflict? Don't run away. You lean in. So we've talked about the shutdown that I'm going to lean in. I'm going to acknowledge that I felt the shift in energy and I'm going to ask them to tell me what's happening. The visibly angry client who's spewing at me, I'm going to say, wow, thanks for telling me that pissed you off. Now let's work through it. What about the one that just hits end call, leave meeting on Zoom or hangs up the phone? Yeah. What do we want to do with that client, Tracy? Yeah, I think if this has never happened to you, okay, it's going to happen at some point, right? I have had a few disconnects and I I have to be honest, the first time it happened, right, it, it, it caught me off guard. Right. I saw that there was an emotional response to to our work and in this self-discovery process. I knew I acknowledged it. The client was overwhelmed and end call and zoom left leave leave that red button at the bottom right of the zoom uh, uh, dashboard. They left. And honestly, it took me a minute 
right? To sort of yeah. process myself. What? Okay, wait, what just happened, right? I went through my own self-reflective process in terms of my skills and my abilities and the work that I was doing, what my intentions were in that coaching uh, uh, experience and coaching conversation with the client. So I needed to slow down because honestly, my initial reaction was send them a text, send them an email, Right. And then I had to, I had to take a step back and, and in my own self reflective process about my intentions and the work that I was doing with this client, I came to the assessment that it was best to just let the client be where the client was at that time. Right. To, to let that client just sort of be with their experience that I, as the coach was confident in the work that I do, in the work that I was doing with this client, in the partnership I had with this client. So I gave myself a timeout, pause, and just let the client be where the client was. And you know what happened, Deb? I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, the client reached back out. Yep. Right? By the end of the day, the client came back and, and had a wonderful assessment for herself. So in giving the client the space for me to not try to fix it or try to figure out what happened or, or defend my position or work the work we were doing or apologize for the work we were doing, I allowed the client their further self-assessment of that process. And they came back and said, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. this was hard. And this is, Mm -hmm. this is what I need to do. I need to sort of be with this. I have to make some decisions. It was around a a really, really difficult uh, relationship between uh, her and her child in the divorce process. And, and she grew from it and and it, it strengthened our relationship when she came back into our next session a week later we really were able to sort of break some of it down and her insights were incredible. Incredible. Yes, absolutely. And I have had clients say to me, I was really mad at you last week. And I say, I know. <laughs> and I sit there quietly and nod my head and say, I know. Mm-hmm. And then they go on and say, but I realized. Yeah. Right. And so I think if you do get somebody who physically disconnects, give them space, do your own self-reflective practice. Absolutely. Right. Go through or come to our case consultation group. We're always going to pimp that guys. Yeah. It's so important about it. Right. Do, but do your own reflective practice. Take a moment, think through where were we? What reality testing or expectation? What was I pushing back on? Where was I love shoving? Am I good? Yeah. Were my coaching skills impeccable? Were my ethics good? Was my intention correct? And if you can check all those boxes, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. You're doing exactly what your client asked you to do for them. Yeah. Which was give them a little kick. Yeah do things different. And, and I have not had anybody not come back and say, I was really angry at you and I get it now. Yeah. And I think you, you said something that was really important, Deb, the acknowledgement, this is hard. 
Yeah. It is hard. This process is hard. I'm going to go back to the original statement. Self-reflection can be a bitch. It is hard. It's hard for all of us, right? So acknowledging to the client, validating for the client, if you were angry, yeah. Or, you know, that last session was really hard. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. And, and I want to applaud you for your efforts and Mm -hmm. doing hard work. Because you are showing you can do it. Yes, that's where we can add in that acknowledgement and celebration, right? That they're doing that work. So I'm going to let Tracy close this out. But guys, I want to, if you're hearing something different today, I want (laughs) to let you know that my podcast microphone broke. So if you hear a little echoey, that's why. And Tracy has construction outside her house. So if you're hearing beep, beep, crash, crash, that's what's going on. Um, so if we sound a little different this week, um, it's just because life. Yeah. Yeah. And it was stressing both of us out. So we just want to also acknowledge that, uh, we were dealing with our stress associated with those external barriers that were presenting themselves today, but okay. So let's just kind of circle back. Clients get angry and that's okay. Right. As long as. You, as the divorce coach, can resonate and reflect on your intentions, right? Your process, how you handled it, validating, acknowledging, and allowing the client the opportunity to be able to experience something difficult, right? Without getting trapped in our either, I have to apologize for something or facing our own imposter syndrome and or defending that process. Allowing the client the opportunity to sit with hard is okay, right? Acknowledging that it's hard is even better, right? Encouraging your client to continue down this process of self-discovery and getting to somewhat of those roots, those nerves that are there. We are doing a wonderful, wonderful service for our clients and their ability to develop the skills that they need and, and process through what they're experiencing to make the change that they're so seeking. So... I hope that you've all pulled something away from this again. Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time, please, please. If you don't have a, a, a professional space or place to be able to process and reflect some of this stuff that you're working on with clients, I do encourage you to do it Having self-reflection as a professional divorce coach is really, really important. Being in part of a supportive group with professionals is even better, right? So that we can share and support one another and doing some of this hard work because our clients are doing hard work and we're doing the hard work to be able to show up for them doing their hard work. So I want to thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to you tuning in again. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. 
We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.